Fair skies tonight, midtown low 48. Mostly sunny and warmer tomorrow with a high of about 75. Sunshine on Friday and 77 for the weekend. Looks like we'll get into the 80s. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Royal Norman, News Talk 550 KFYI. 67 degrees in Phoenix. I'm Kim Shepard on the Scott Connor Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. The Valley's news, traffic, weather, and talk station. His mouth has gotten him into trouble his whole life. Why stop now? Turn down the lights, take your medication, and put the kids to bed. It's Scott Connor on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. I know you missed me. I know it was the president. You're expecting me yesterday. If things keep going the way they are, I might just run for the president's seat. No, eight or seven, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I just don't care. Enough. I can't even find the notes I had coming into the show. Where did I put those things? I don't know. I'm always missing my notes. Do I have a producer yet? Oh, not yet? Soon? All right. All right, this is how we're going to play this, kiddies. We're going to talk about the the, the state of the uh, inaugural. (laughs) The state of the union speech. I keep thinking about me being president. And, uh... Dad, gone. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about the uh, State of the Union speech. I can't get away from it. I know that uh, you're just like, eh, do we have to, Uncle Scott? Yes, because we're going to do it the Uncle Scott way. We're going to do it the common man way. All right? The blue collar, I got three jobs man kind of way. Now, if you if you tuned out last night or if you fell asleep or you just got uh, all ticked off and you tuned off before uh, 930, you missed my rant last night. I went on a rant last night that... Um, Man, was I on fire. We had congressmen and we had senators on the show. Hang on, I got a sheet of paper here. We had uh, we had uh, Hayworth, we had uh, John, we had uh, uh, Franks, we had Kyle, we had Colby, we had, uh, you know, we had all kinds of people on the show. Thank you so much, Darren. And, um, and then I, I, during... You see, I, I sat for most of the day today. I was looking at my notes, and I was uh, listening to uh, uh, Barry this morning, and then of course I listened to Rush, and then I went to the uh, the other station and listened to the liberal side, and then I listened to Crummy, and I, I thought what was what was interesting about KFYI, the Valley's talk station, is that each talk show host has a different view and a different opinion, and we express that wholeheartedly and with passion. Each one of us. And although we may not all agree, I think it's really special that KFYI has these different elements on the, on the radio and we all respect one another. I truly do. I was listening to Barry this morning and I was just like, he's got a point there. And then, no, no. And then, of course, Rush. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, no. Uh, and, you know, and then I listened to the liberals. I was like, I see their point. I see their point. Wait, okay, they got they went way too far. Oh, stop right there. You went way too far. Okay, okay. You, you were making a point, and then you blew it. Okay, you know, <laughs> it's like ah, you're giving somebody a really good line, and then you tell them you got some kind of scabies or something like that. Ah, you blew it. That's what the Democrats did for me today on the other station, and then um, and then I was listening to Crummy, and I was like, oh no, okay, yeah, I got your point. Okay, I see where you're going with that. So then you get Scott Connor, and I'm a twisted individual. So last night during the president's um, 
a State of the Union speech. You know, it's a big deal here because we carried it live. We didn't wait until after something. We carried, you know, it's, it's breaking news and you're going to hear breaking news here. Okay, I put the plug in, but I really truly mean that. I'm proud that we played it live. I have no problems with the president's State of the Union speech cutting into the Scott Connor show because it's important. Regardless if you agree with the president or disagree with the president, it's important. I truly believe that. So last night, um, I sat in the newsroom with my colleagues, and I had sheets of paper in front of me, and why can't I find my notes? I can't believe I lost my notes. Anyway, I had sheets of paper in front of me, and I was um, intently taking down notes and things that, oh, here's, that struck me during his speech. You know, he had... I don't know. If you download it from CNN.com, there's eight pages there of text, you know, so it lasted an hour or so. And so I'm thinking just as a common guy, what 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 interests me? So when he said key phrases and words, I started jotting down, down things feverishly because I thought and again, foolishly, I thought that I'd be able to chime in last night. But last night was not the time to take on these congressmen or senators, even though the Republicans or Democrats. So I don't think we had any Democrats call in last night, do we? No? We had all Republicans call in. Okay. I don't know why the Democrats didn't call in. This is a, we, 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 we extended the uh, invitation to anyone uh, of, of that uh, stature to call in. And I'm really sad that the Democrats did not take advantage of that. I really am. I think, I think that, uh, that, that kind of goes to what I'm going to hit on a little bit later about how... You know, there are two people standing in front of a light switch, you know, and they're standing in the dark and they're screaming about who's wrong about being in the dark. Well, you won't turn on the electricity because you've got to chop down trees. Well, you won't turn on electricity because we don't have enough oil. You won't, you, know, you won't turn on electricity because you're too cheap. Well, you won't spend the money. Well, every time you turn on electricity, you spend too much money. And the whole time, they're standing in the dark yelling at each other. And we need someone to walk up and say, turn the damn switch on. Jeez, oh, Pete, enough of this bickering back and forth. And that's what we saw last night. I'm getting ahead of myself. If you missed my rant last night around, oh, I don't know, 9, 9, well, when was it? 9.40? 9.45? Did I actually explode? <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll get a cut from last night's and I'll play it. But what I was screaming about last night, and literally I was, I was pissed, is that what President Bush, in the State of the Union speech as a whole, had nothing to do with you and I. It didn't. It had nothing to do with us. He wasn't addressing your issues. What he was playing to was the people in that room, and of course they're your, your representatives in Congress, Senate. They're your representatives, yes, but he was playing to the power people in that room. He was playing to that room. He wasn't playing to you and I in the living room. I truly believe this. He was playing to the people around the world, making statements. And I came away from that speech just beyond flabbergasted because I don't want to throw arrows at this president. I don't want to be the guy who stands up on the boat rocking and saying, look, you idiots, we're all rolling in different directions here. I'm the one rocking the boat, but somebody's got to do it. Now, you know that Scott Connor stays away from the heavy stuff here on, on my show. But there are going to be times 
in the years to come that, you know, we got to address things like this. Serious topics. So tonight is open lines until I get sick of it. Open lines on the speech last night. The first caller I had last night, a guy by the name of, um, oh, you just handed me this, uh, Tim, Thomas, Tom. A guy by the name of Tom held last night for 45 plus minutes. Because I said, hey, we're taking calls, and then the congressman called in. And it was very interesting what Thomas said. He said, you know what? This is the station where the listener gets to chime in, and we get to say something, and we have to wait behind the congresspeople. And I was torn by that. We have an opportunity to get people of stature who are, who are there in the same room with the president, who were there to feel you know, what was going on in the room. But he had a very valid point, at least on my show you, my friends out there, the listeners come first. So he had a very valid point. So what I said to uh, to Tom was that tonight you can start calling at 260-5394, 260-KFYI. And tonight I will dedicate my show to your, you can, I don't care if you agree or disagree. I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And I'm going to chime in. Because I definitely have opinions about this. Being a former political candidate, many people don't understand what goes on behind closed doors. I was just shocked at what was what he was saying last night. And again, once again, I don't believe that it was really directed to you and I, John Q. Public, the John Q. Taxpayer. I don't believe that he... An auto manufacturer just announced Ford... That 30,000 people are going to be laid off in the next, you know, what is it, six years, eight years? But 30,000 people are going to be laid off because Ford can't sell enough cars. But then again, they can't get the cheap laborers, and they got factories across the land. I'm sorry, across the oceans, across the seas. He talks about immigration. He ta- no, we're definitely going to hit that because we're a border state. But, you know, I'm looking through the, I've actually got the speech in front of me. He addressed the immigration issue by saying something to the effect of guest worker program. And I was literally, I turned my, for last night, if you listen to the show, I just turned it over to our news director because he's much more eloquent and smarter than I am. So I just basically turned my mic off last night and listened. But you know what? When it came to the guest worker program, and I listened to the Republicans calling up and justifying, some did and some didn't, justifying the president's um, position on the guest worker program. I just, I wrote down on a big piece of paper, it's called... A worker visa. It's a worker visa. We already have a guest worker program in place. What is going on? You know, the president last night talked about how the America is strong and we are growing. Um, Where is it? Uh, He's talking about... Our first goal our first goal is clear. We must have an economy that grows fast enough to employ every man and woman who seeks a a job. This is what he says our first goal is. Well, if we're giving jobs to people who are not supposed to be here, I don't get it. Do you, Mr. President, can you explain that to me? I'm sorry, sir, as a Republican and as a conservative, sir, I had to hold your feet to the fire. We have to we have to police our own, sir. And with all due respect, I, I, don't, I just don't understand where you're coming from. I don't understand this. 
That's just one point. Another point is, is that he's talking about the uh, war on terror. Now, can I just say this once and for all? We are not at war. We are in a war act, but there was never a declaration of war. Okay, And I think they don't want a declaration of war because if you have a declaration of war, then you have the, you know, the uh, end zone, if you will. And, you, know, you know where the goal is. You know if we reach this point, we're done. You know? We didn't want to get in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a match with, uh, with the Germans the first time and then they, they started submarining our boats and then we went over there and within nine months we kicked the crap out of them. We ended the war. We're done. We come home. Hitler goes screwing around with the with the Poles and the Czechs and uh, you know Austrians and and you know we don't do anything about it and then they start threatening our our good friends the English we still don't do anything about it we say hey we'll give you supplies we're not getting involved and they start sinking our ships again and then you know Pearl Harbor and all of a sudden we get involved and we we drop a bomb we're done we're done come home boys we're done the bomb's been dropped we are victorious. Hitler's dead. He drank, you know, he poisoned himself, set himself on fire. It's done. Come home. What concerns me about this war, this conflict, is there is no end in sight. Where's the goal line? Please, can somebody explain this to me? He talks about last night about going after terror around the world. We never signed up for this. We never signed up for this. All right. So what I'm going to do, and this is how we're going to we're going we're to do this. All right. I want you. The calls are are they called? You need to keep holding. What we're going to do is after I come back from the break, um, I'm going to go through a quick piece of history because something else that he said about Afghanistan really just made me just fall on my chair last night. Literally, Mel, our reporter, had to go in there and pick me up off the ground because I fell off the chair. So I'm going to give you a little brief history, just just in layman's terms. And then after the Fox News, I will start taking your calls. That's how we're going to do this. So, so if you want to call now and get, get, get in front of the line, you can. 260-5394, 260-KFY, the Valley's talk station. All right? So Uncle Scott, when I come back, I'm going to give you a little brief history about Afghanistan. I'm going to throw some more ideas out to you guys. And then I'm going to basically have open lines tonight on your thoughts about this. And anything goes. I want to hear what you have to say. And let's have a dialogue. Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's Talk Station. By day, he's a family man, a church-going guy, a supporter of Habitat for Humanity. But by night, he's an... With a microphone. Will the real Scott Connor please stand up? News Talk 550 KFYI. The Valley's Talk Station. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's where I... You know, Captain Kirk would be the one to take care of all this. She told me that even though he's a Canadian. I said, in that case, I'll have a Roman Coca-Cola. I can laugh at things. I want this to be a fun show. 30 seconds time, she said... I want to live like common people. I want to do. Of course, Bush doesn't know what common people live like. I want to sleep. I'm sorry, but it's true. I want to sleep with common people like you. Well, what else? 
that I do. I All said, right. I'll see what I can do. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I just kind of want to stay in the moment because I feel kind of happy when I hear your Captain Kurt singing. To a supermarket. And I want to just stay right there on News Talk 5 KY, the, the Valley's Talk Show. I want to stay right there. So it started. But no, I got to go back to reality. I got to talk about this, this uh, the State of the Union speech. All right. I just got to throw this out there and then, then I'll start taking your calls. People have such short memories in this country. I mean, I mean, people just, I, I, you know, I'm so ADD and so, you know, um, attend, I, I am. I'm just, if, if something's shining in front of me, I'm like, oh, look at the shiny little thing over here. Ooh, look at that. You know, I'm, I'm just really, my attention span is not very long. Okay. But for some reason, I remember things that, that are um, injustices, if you will. So can, can I just do a real brief history and then I'll go to Fox and then I'll take your calls. I will go directly into your calls after the Fox News. Here, here it is. This whole situation, we can go back in time hundreds of years, but I'm just going to go back in time, you know, just, just in the recent history. There was, do you remember, and some of you are too young to remember this, but the, I'm sure, I'm hopefully they're teaching in public schools about uh, the Afghani-Russian uh, war. Okay. It's when the Russians were basically, the Cold War was going on, and the Russians were the big bad guys in the block. And we had Vietnam. Russia had Afghanistan. Russia got the poo kicked out of them. We got the poo kicked out of us in, in, uh, you know, in, in Vietnam. Yet, no, it was not because of the troops. It was because of the politicians. But that's neither here nor there. So the United States government goes to Afghanistan, the Afghanis, and said, Hey, look, if you rise up and fight the big bad Russians, you know, hammer in the sickle, we will give you uh, logistics, we'll give you supplies, we'll do all this. And plus, here's the big bonus. Here's the, here's the icing on the cake. If, when you, if and when you defeat the Russians, the United States is behind you. And we're going to come in here to Afghanistan and we're going to bring democracy because you want that. Yes, they're like, yeah, we want democracy. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring you infrastructure, sewer, roads, schools, hospitals, we're, you know, factories. We're going to bring it to you guys. We promise. We promise. So the Afghanis go out there and they start fighting. And then what they do, they kick the Russians. The Russians leave Afghanistan. They turn around to Uncle Sam and said, hey, we're done. We won, Uncle Sam. We won. We're all right. We're ready for democracy. We're ready for it. And we went, "Uh, you know, there's nothing here. See ya. Bye. Do you remember this? See ya. Bye. So we leave the Afghanis um, without leadership after a war. And there was chaos until the Taliban came. They were young. They were religious zealots. But they brought order. And when people are in chaos, they look to anybody who brings a solid you know, direction. A solid, hey, I will help lead you. So the Taliban came. And at first it was half all right. And then it became... You know, you, before you know it, women couldn't teach. They had to wear the burkas. You know, if if something happened, they stoned people and they went nuts. But uh, but they're in power. Then you have Bin Laden, who was trained by the United States, by the way, uh, go up there and and hang out there. And then all of a sudden, all this ruckus started up, and then we became the big bad guys. Okay. So Bin Laden's. Okay, uh, this is going to take longer. I, I'm going to go into the next. Okay, great. So so. Pause. Then we um, we have the Gulf War One. I'm sure you remember this. 
Gulf War One is where we, and it has come out, that Bush gave Saddam Hussein permission to go X amount of feet or miles into uh, Kuwait to take over some of those oil wells. It is the truth. It's been proven now. Bush Sr. did this. He gave him permission. And then when he got into Kuwait, he went ape and took over the whole country and went nuts. Well, you know, and it's, I, mean, I can go on, whatever. Even Lloyds of London, London stopped insuring ships and vessels in the Gulf region six months prior to the Gulf War One. All right, when I come back from the Fox News, I'll continue my little history lesson, and I, I will eventually get to your calls. I want to get to a point here. Uh, News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. Uncle Scott talking about the State of the Union speech, and it's going to be open lines once I shut my yap. Be right back. I'm George Elby with the Scott Connor Show on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's news, traffic, weather, and talk station. No addictions, so many afflictions. It's Scott Connor on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. I finally got some of my own bumper music back. <laughs> we had to, we had to, what we do, cannibalize some, uh, some equipment somewhere? <laughs> we had to be a little uh, uh, in- innovative. All right, Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's Talk Station. I've got some people on hold. I'm going to get to you guys here in just a few seconds. I'm going to wrap up my my uh, my little history lesson, and then uh, then we'll we'll get into it. Okay, I said before uh, the Americans backed the uh, Afghani's. They were fighting against the Russians. And we promised the Afghani's that if they defeated or when they defeated the Russians, that we would come in with democracy and build infrastructure in their country. They believed us. Once they defeated the Russians, they took and we took off and they turned around. And went, hey, where'd you go? And then the, then the uh, the Al Qaeda came in and uh, brought order. They did bring order. And then they turned out there'd be zealots after years. And then they, all hell broke loose. Meanwhile, uh, Bush Sr. gave permission for Saddam to go into Kuwait just a little bit to take over some free-flowing oil wells. And then he went nuts and went all the way into Kuwait. And then we had to go in there and march in there and, and, and uh, flex our muscles before the world to say that we're not wimps and blah, blah, blah. So we went in there and we beat back Saddam. And yet, did we finish the job? No. So 12 years go by. Oh, back up. Then, here, this is where I left off. So then we go to the Kurds up in the north, right? The Kurds. And we say to the Kurds, hey, Kurds, Bush Sr. loves you. Uncle Sam wants you. We're going to supply you with weapons. We want you, the Iraqis, the Kurds, to rise up and take over Saddam yourself so you have some pride, so you do it yourself. Yeah, go Bush. Yeah, go. You know, and this is all true. We forget that this happened. Yeah, go America. Yeah. And then we we got them all riled up, and then they started you know, throwing sticks and stones and started picking on Saddam and his Red Guard and the whole bit. And then um, when, the, when, when, when the fight started to come their way, they turned around to see if Uncle Sam, the big brother, was standing there to help him out, and we took off. And thousands, thousands of Kurds who believed in you and I were slaughtered because we promised to back them up and for some reason the CIA pulled out took all the weapons and they were slaughtered does this sound familiar so meanwhile now we uh, we we ticked off the Afghanis we lied to the Afghanis and we broke our promise with them we broke our promise with the Kurds um, then um, the uh, CIA trained um, you know Bad guy, Bin Laden, 
you know, gets people all riled up with his millions from Saudi Arabia. He's a he's got he's got millions. He's a Saudi. And uh, I'm not going to go into the Americans' lack of communication with one, you know, one one agency with another. But we got sucker punched on 9/11. Okay, we got sucker punched. Okay. Now, all of us in this country were upset over that. All of us were in shock and awe, maybe in panic. I remember the stillness of this country driving, and there was no, not one American was angry with another. There was nobody flipping anybody off. Everybody was like, hey, you're an American. Cool. Yeah, we're in this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told a friend of mine at that time, I said, enjoy this right now. Enjoy this brotherhood among of all races and all creeds and all religions that are, are fly underneath the flag of the United States of America because it will disappear within a year. I remember the sky had no planes in it. Remember how quiet it was? But we were we were united. Bush shows up, stands at ground zero. We're going to get these guys dead or alive. And I'm from Texas, so I'm down with that. Yeah! Dead or alive. Put wanted posters in the whole, like, Wild West. I was so all over that. And then out of emotion, Congress and Senate, they all met. And at that one moment, they all gave absolute power to Bush. Do you remember this, my friends? Except for one black representative out of California. I think it was Maxine Waters. And she was chastised for not giving. She was the only vote that did not give Bush. Basically, ultimately, he circumvented the Congress, which Congress can, can you know, dec- you know, give declarations of war. It was an emotional purchase. And rightfully so. But I said at that time to my friends, oops, that was a bad idea. Our forefathers have three, you know, uh, three heads to the powers of this country. You know, the executive head, the, 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 the House of Representatives, and the Senate. There's a reason for that. You don't circumvent it. So we, we, we basically commissioned Bush and his powers to go get the guy who sucker punched us. That was the marching orders. Do you remember this, my friends? The marching orders were to get this one guy... This one guy who sucker punched us. Because you don't sucker punch Uncle Sam. You get one punch, man. You better make it good. Because we're going to come in there we're going to stomp on you. And rightfully so. And then we're in Afghanistan. And we are kicking butt in Afghanistan. And at one point, do you remember this, my friends? We had bin Laden cornered. We were there. We could have got him. And we pulled back and let the tribes go after him. And he got away. Do you remember this? And then do you remember that before the whole weapons of mass destruction thing, do you remember that it was Saddam is harboring one or two of these terrorists? Do you remember that was the story? He's harboring one or two of these terrorists. We got to go in there and get them. But that wasn't good enough. Then it was, he has weapons of mass destruction. We got to go in there and get them. But then we started coming up with, uh, you know, um, um, oh, what's his name? The general. Um, uh, uh, 
uh, powers, uh, whatever. It was, he's at the U.N. with a little vial of white stuff going, this will kill a bunch of people. Meanwhile, Scott Peterson, was it Peterson? Scott, um, I forgot his last name. The guy who was a former Marine, U.N. inspector, is going around the country going, there is no weapons of mass destruction. There is no weapons of mass destruction. And they were saying, hey, you're a traitor. You're just trying to get books sold. And then the head of the U.N. inspection team basically came out and said, there's no weapons of mass destruction there. We're still coming. So we pulled troops out of Afghanistan, my friends. Which that, we left it with a skeleton crew there. We basically left our guys without their backs protected. We pulled the majority of our troops out of Afghanistan and we invaded Iraq. We get into Iraq and oops, there's no weapons of mass destruction. And you wonder why people are pissed at us. And it's not Bush. It's you and it's me. Because we live in a republic governed with democracy. It is our vote that counts. And these, these senators and these uh, congressmen on both sides of the aisle are so busy arguing on who's going to turn on the light switch. And blaming each other that nobody's taking action. And last night during the president's speech, he talked about securing uh, freedom around the world. We never signed up for that, Bush. I'm sorry, Mr. President, we never signed up for that. When I ran for city council in Houston, there were over 10,000 homeless there in the city limits. There are families going hungry in this country. I always go back to the Bible. Pick the plank out of your eye before taking the splinter out of someone else's. I've said this about our foreign policy before. We send billions of dollars a year over to feed other people in other nations while Americans sit here and starve. You talk about immigration and then you don't want to build. What are you going to do about it? Stop arguing who's going to turn on the light switch and build a wall. Don't build a wall. Please stop jacking around. Stop measuring each guy's, you know, Donald Trump. Who's got the bigger Donald Trump here? I don't know. Who cares? You say you're for Americans, but nowhere in this speech did you speak to me as an American. You spoke to the world, and you spoke to the people in the peanut gallery there. I said last night with with vigor and venom that my good friend in here, my director, has three jobs. This guy is smarter than I am. He's more polite. He's a better person than I am any day of the week. And this man has to work three jobs. Why? Because of all of our jobs going across to, you know, to the other. But we keep giving tax breaks to the com- companies that give these jobs overseas. I heard today, and I, got, I can't believe this, I got off Air America. That there is a, there is a three-story house down in the Cayman Islands that has over 12,000 post office box addresses in there for American companies. And that's their, res- that's their business address, so they don't have to pay taxes in this country. And we keep giving them tax breaks. I cannot believe what's going on. And what's funny about this, my friends, what's funny about this is it doesn't matter. Because the average American, as long as they can go down and rent that video at Blockbuster, as long as they can go to the movie and go out to a good restaurant once in a while, as long as the person isn't knocking at your back door, you don't care. You say you care. But every time you go to the polls, you vote for the same old SOBs. You vote for the same guys. I said it before and I'll say it again. I voted for Bush the first time. 
And I cheered when he basically stole the election. Yes, he stole the election. And I knew he stole the election. And as a Republican, I cheered and went, yeah, we stuck it to him because it was him or Gore. Yeah. Yeah. Go get him, Bush. Bush started moving into the White House before they even concluded who won the election. I'm like, golly, this guy's got some cojones. I love this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're sneaky. I can appreciate sneaky. You know? But then in the last election, I didn't vote for either party because there was no difference. It was, it was, a, it was a race between Bert and Ernie. <laughs> it didn't matter who got, in, who got in the office. They don't care about you and I. I do. That's why I come on the radio every night. And I listen to what you have to say. And we, we the listeners of News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station, Scott Connor show, we have done things here. We opened up Palo Verde. I keep bringing that back up. We've done a lot of things here in the short time that, I mean, I know even before I got on the radio, but at least on my show, I can take credit for we've done a lot together. We've moved together. And hopefully we will move together when the next election comes up that, you know, all these incumbents. No, I'm sorry. Let's start voting for a third party. They all say they want to help you. Then do it. Here's one more thing before I go to break. And I swear to God, I'll start taking your calls. Last night, um, they talked about one of the uh, one of the uh, congressmen, I believe, was saying that how they the Democrats, you know, they're overspend the Democrats, this and the Democrats, that. And again, it goes back to my arguing who's going to turn on the light switch. You two, you know, two parties are arguing. Neither one is better than the other. But here's the thing I just said last night with vigor. That if you let's say you have a budget of a thousand dollars a month and your wife is spending twelve thirteen hundred dollars a month, are you going to put up with that? Because if you do, or your husband, I don't care, well, your spouse is spending thirteen fourteen hundred dollars a month, but you only have a thousand dollars coming in. Somebody puts their foot down, and says no more of this nonsense. Enough. How can you justify spending fourteen hundred dollars a month when we only make a thousand dollars a month? Stop. Shut the cable off. Shut the high speed internet off. Okay? Go down to one cell phone. Don't buy all the Twinkies. You can get one box of Swiss Miss here. Am I speaking the truth, my friends? But yet we argue. Don't let these politicians suck you and I into their arguments. The Democrats are bad. Republicans are evil. They're all screwed up. News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. I swear I'll take your calls when I come back. Listen to Scott Connor and hear what the bird flu can do to you. News Talk 5, the Valley's talk station. Uh, yeah. yeah. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Yeah, yeah. You know, there are going to be some people that are going to get mad at me. And they're going to hang up. And they're going to say, I'm not going to listen to Connor anymore. And I think that it, you know they're very shallow if they do that. You know what I'm saying? This is just one tiny aspect. And then, of course, there could be people that said, hey, wow, I'm going to start listening. And then you know, I want them to listen because of the whole content of the show. All right. Do I have time to I, – oh, I hit the clock? All right. These guys are going to be so mad at me for holding. All right. Hey, if you can hold, you hold. I promise. I promise. Prom- I didn't know we were going to hit the clock. I talk too much. 
but that's my, it's my show. All right, after the 8 o'clock hour, I will directly into your calls. I've been saying this for the last 30 minutes. I am. I'm telling you the truth. I just, I, look, I have to get it out there, so I, I state my position, and then, um, you know, we can go from there. But there's much more to talk about. Your calls when I come back at the 8 o'clock hour on the Scott Connor Show here on News Talk, News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. State of the Union. Let's, let's yap about it. Be right back.